Welcome to the Unconventional RD Podcast, where we inspire dietitians to think outside of the traditional employment box and create their own unconventional income streams. We'll talk all things online business to help you start, grow, and scale your own digital empire. If you've been thinking about investing in my course, SEO Made Simple, you may have had a few reservations about the investment. And yes, it is an investment. Enrollment in my course currently costs around $1,000 and is likely to be going up in price in 2023, which is a big investment for a lot of people, especially if you're newer to business or the online space. I do offer payment plans to make it more affordable, but still the bottom line investment is the same. And a question that I sometimes get from people before they enroll is, how long might it take for me to recoup my investment in this course? And of course, there's no one universal answer for this, since it really depends on where your business is currently at and what your ultimate monetization goals are. But I thought on the podcast today, I talk you through six potential ways you can make $1,000 after enrolling in my course and learning about SEO. So I think this is going to be a really exciting and motivating episode, and you'll leave here feeling full of so much hope and potential for your online business. Hope you enjoy. Method number one is sell something. If you have something to sell, whether that be one-on-one services, digital goods, courses, a membership site, or even physical goods, you can sell to your audience to earn back your investment in SEO. SEO is an excellent free way to grow your audience in an evergreen fashion. Once you create a blog post that ranks at the top of Google, you can expect to get a good number of visitors to your website every single month for as long as that post maintains its rankings. And if you can get some of those people to join your email list, then you have a good shot at eventually converting some of them to paying customers in the future, especially if you know how to do your email marketing well. So depending on the price point of whatever you're selling, you could potentially earn back your $1,000 pretty quickly with this method. Of course, I'm being sort of intentionally vague here about numbers and timelines because there are so many factors that go into this. For example, it can depend on the types of keywords you're targeting, like how many times they're searched each month, the competition that's already on page one, the overall competitiveness of your niche, your own brand's authority in your niche, how long you've been blogging, how well you've done your on-page SEO, included things like internal links on your site, how many backlinks you have, how dialed in your technical SEO is, et cetera, et cetera. Generally speaking though, If you're trying to sell something, your goal will be to publish content that attracts your ideal customer right to you via Google searches, then convert as many of those people as possible into email subscribers, genuinely help them on a consistent basis with high quality emails, and then pitch them to purchase something from you also on a consistent basis. Some of this is a numbers game. So the better you get at SEO, the more authority you build, and the more traffic you get, the better results you will see. From a general standpoint, If you are starting from absolute scratch with no website, no business, no niche, and no audience, it will likely take you at least a year to start getting tens of thousands of visitors to your site every month and to be able to start making good money from your online business. If you already have an audience elsewhere, like maybe on social media, but you would love to start blogging so that you can create a more evergreen customer attraction mechanism, then sure, you might experience some success more quickly by converting people from that other channel onto your email list and selling to them as well. 
If you already have a website, but it's just been sitting around for years without much well-optimized content on it, then you might see success a little faster as well, maybe six months or so, because you've likely built up some backlinks and authority online, even without really knowing it. But just for fun, let's go through some theoretical examples of what it might look like to earn money online by selling something and how long it might take to earn back your investment in my SEO course. Example number one, you run an intuitive eating virtual private practice and are selling packages worth $1,000 or more. If this is you, then you just need to sell one package in order to recoup your investment. If just one new person finds you via your blog instead of another channel you were previously focused on, you've earned back your investment. Of course, most people won't purchase a premium offer straight from a blog post. You will likely need to run discovery calls or have a really good email funnel set up to build a relationship with them first. But the point is, once you get your sales system dialed in, or if you already have those systems created and you're just using SEO to funnel more people into them, then you are sitting on a golden opportunity. If you're starting from scratch and have not had any online presence at all, I'd give yourself at least a solid year to learn and implement all these new skills. It is a lot of work to build your audience through SEO and see clients one-on-one. And to be frank, it will take time and probably a few flops along the way to figure it all out. That is totally normal and part of the process. The key is to stay consistent and keep going and learning from each thing that you try. Example number two, you sell a PCOS online course for $5.99. If you run an online course, then the potential is even sweeter because you're not limited by your personal one-on-one time. Theoretically, you could enroll 100 people in your course at one time if there was enough interest. Of course, launching and selling an online course is a whole bunch of work and is a whole nother can of worms, but the point is that you can use SEO to grow your audience, which you can then funnel into your sales system for your course. Once you nail down the system, SEO can provide you with a nice evergreen stream of leads that you can then convert into customers if you know what you're doing. If you don't have any audience at all yet and you're relying on SEO to build your brand, note that this will take time, probably at least a year to really find your footing. Get on Google's good side and start getting tens of thousands of people to your site each month. But once you're there, oh man, it is such a sweet, sweet method for routinely getting eyeballs on your brand without having to hustle on social media all day. All the hard work you put in up front to create lots of helpful content for your audience will continue to snowball and serve you for literal years to come. I personally didn't use SEO to grow the Unconventional RD brand, but I do use an evergreen email funnel to sell my SEO course. And with a list of just about 6,000 people, mostly grown from my free Facebook group and this podcast, I am earning over $200,000 per year in online course sales. And like I said earlier, my course currently sells for about $1,000 for reference. Uh, As a comparison, my old nutrition blog also has an email list of about 6,000 people, and that one I did grow 100% through SEO. And I did that with less than 20 blogs published on my site. I did shut that business down a few years ago, so I haven't tried selling any high-ticket items to those people, but I'm just using that as an example of how well SEO can work to grow your email list in an evergreen and very passive way. If I had kept that business going, I'm confident that I could have created online courses that would have sold well if I had wanted to. Example number three, you have baby-led weaning meal plans that you sell on your site for $20. So let's pretend you're a baby-led weaning dietitian and you have meal plans that you sell on your site for $20. In this scenario, you would need to sell 50 copies of your meal plan in order to recoup your initial investment in SEO. 
Now, chances are you aren't running an entire business around a $20 one-time download, so you likely have other opportunities to recoup your investment as well. But if you just wanted to try and earn that $1,000 back from a digital good, you definitely could. Again, if you're just starting from scratch, this will be a slower play. But I'll use an example from one of my past podcast guests here, Katie Dot. Katie runs the geriatricdietitian.com and she has a few ebooks for sale on her site. When Katie first started her site, if you look back at the income reports that she shared on her website, she only made about $60 in ebook sales in the first six months of her business being live. However, flash forward to the next calendar year, she made over $2,200 in ebook sales directly from her website without really promoting them anywhere else outside of just in her content. She wasn't even really doing any email marketing, just mentioning the ebooks on her website. And this income stream has not dropped off with time for her. In fact, again, in her income reports that she shared, the year after that, she made $3,000 from her ebooks, all from the hard work that she initially did years prior. I mean, that's a pretty sweet deal, right? So yes, just from ebooks alone, Katie has earned back her initial investment five times over within a few years. And of course, she now has many other more lucrative income streams as well. But the point is that you could technically say she was able to earn back her investment via ebook sales in about one year. Example number four, you run a nutrition membership site that charges $14.99 a month. And I'm going to use myself as an example here. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I used to run a nutrition membership site called the Functional Nutrition Library, where I would upload helpful nutrition notes once every two weeks to my membership site. In late 2018, I decided to start a blog to help promote this offer, and that was super successful. After about eight months, I was able to get about 50% of my new subscribers every month via SEO, and I was only posting one new blog a month. And it's been a while since I looked back at the stats on this, but if I remember correctly, I was getting maybe five new subscribers every month purely from SEO, like not even doing any email marketing, just simply mentioning the membership site within some of my blog posts and like sending them via a link to the signup page. So if you do the math on that, that's about $75 per month in recurring revenue, which of course stacks on itself every month, that was added to my business directly from blog posts without any accompanying email marketing or any other work outside of just publishing the post. (laughs) If I had simply maintained that level of subscribership, which honestly it likely would have grown, especially if I had started doing some intentional marketing and email marketing on top of it, then that would have equated to 60 new subscribers over the course of a year. And if each of those people had remained a subscriber for one year, that's over $10,000 in earned income that year just from posting one blog post a month. That breaks down to each new blog post bringing in around $900 in membership revenue on average throughout the year. I mean, if you compared that to what you might earn from freelance writing, that's a freaking, freaking good investment on your time. When I finally retired from freelance writing a few years ago, I was earning on average about $500 per article that I wrote. So that's nearly double my freelance earnings. And again, when I was running that membership site, I was still pretty new at blogging with an SEO strategy. So if I had kept going, I believe that my efforts would have continued to compound over time and brought me even better results. So I really like this as an example of how you can use blogging to build additional recurring revenue streams like gaining new subscribers for a membership site. In this example, I would have earned back my initial investment in SEO after just about one year. But from then on, I was on track to earn back my investment nearly every month. 
it just takes some time to get the ball rolling and get your traffic up up and running and get your site actually ranking. And it's once you're at that position that everything just, it's almost like everything you try has the potential to work. It's pretty awesome. Example number five, sell physical goods. So for this scenario, you would be selling an actual physical product to your audience, like t-shirts or a journal or mugs or whatever you think your audience would like. I don't actually have any experience with this type of revenue stream, but I know some dietitians have successfully done so. For example, Mikkel at nutritionstrip.com currently sells a physical journal for about $18 and a tote bag for just under $30 on her website. And in the past, I know she has also sold clothing like cute foodie themed t-shirts and stuff like that. So again, just like any scenario where you're selling something, you could totally use SEO to attract people to your site and then get them interested in purchasing a physical good from you. I imagine that this pathway might be one of the slower ones for recouping your investment, since profit margins are probably on the smaller side for physical goods compared to something that's purely digital, Uh, but it might still be something that excites you and could be worth pursuing. So long story short, you can definitely recoup your investment in an SEO training, by selling something directly to your audience. If you're starting from scratch, I would expect it to take about a year to really start picking up steam and getting traffic, and then from then on, it should remain profitable month after month after month. If you've had a website for a while, but you just haven't really known anything about SEO, it might be a little faster, maybe six months or so. Then depending on what you're selling, once you have that traffic, you could recoup your investment in a few months once your traffic and conversions pick up steam. Method number two for making $1,000 after learning about SEO is recommend something. So what if you're listening to this and you're like, "Ugh, Erica, I don't want to work with people one-on-one. And man, creating a course or a membership site or products sounds like so much work. I'm not sure if I can commit to something like that on top of all the work that it already takes to blog successfully in the first place. Well, hey, no worries. Then you might consider monetizing not by creating your own products, but by recommending other people's products to your audience with affiliate links inside your blog content. Then if people click click your links and make a purchase, you can earn a commission. This is a much more passive monetization stream, but it still requires some intention to be done well. It's really not enough to just slap a bunch of affiliate links on a recommended products page or hyperlink to things that you casually mention inside a blog post. 99% of the time, people won't click those links because they aren't necessarily looking to buy anything when they happen upon your site through your informational content. The people who make good money from affiliate marketing often focus on creating content for people who they already know are ready to buy. For example, rather than writing an informational blog post about Instant Pots, how awesome they are, or something like that, can you write a product review post for a specific Instant Pot brand instead? Uh, Here's an example, a real-life example that I found for this podcast episode. The keyword phrase, Sir LaTaube Air Fryer Review, is searched 1,300 times per month, And at the time that I recorded this, it had a difficulty score in SEMrush of 35, which is pretty moderate and probably something that a newer blogger could have some potential to rank for if they were really good at writing review posts in the way that Google wants. And most likely, the people looking up reviews of this product are considering buying it. They just want to be convinced that this is a smart purchase decision before they pull the trigger. So if your post provides an honest review that will help them make that decision, there's a good chance that some percentage of your readers will click through and buy the air fryer via your affiliate link and you can earn a commission. 
Or of course, if you did the review and you don't really recommend that product after you did your thorough review, you could also point them in the direction of the product you do recommend instead, and maybe they will purchase that one. So just to flush this out a little bit more, the Sir Latobe air fryer is currently selling for $130 on Amazon. And at the time of this recording, Amazon is currently offering a 9.5% commission on kitchen products, which means that you could earn $12.35 per sale made through the affiliate links in your post. So let's pretend you're really good at SEO and you grab the top spot in the search results. You could perhaps get around 650 clicks per month to that post. And let's also pretend that you have a 1.5% conversion rate from those visitors, meaning you make about 10 air fryer sales per month. That's $123.50 per month that you could be earning in affiliate commissions from one blog post. Over the course of a year, that would be nearly $1,500 in commissions from just one post that you wrote. And that's pretty freaking awesome, right? Imagine if you wrote 10 posts that performed that well. That's 15K a year in affiliate commissions just from understanding how to write high quality review posts. So pretty sweet, right? So again, affiliate marketing is a bit of a numbers game. You won't start earning big until your site starts to rank well. And most likely that will start happening around one to one and a half years into your blogging journey if you're starting from scratch. So you do have to put in the legwork up front, but you're building yourself a future passive income machine where that hard work you put in initially pays off for years to come. Method number three is display ads on your site. Some of you listening still might not be that excited about any of the monetization methods I've mentioned so far. They still all involve creating and selling something yourself or recommending something for sale to your audience. And maybe that's not your jam. Maybe you want nothing at all to do with selling. Well, hey, there is still another viable monetization stream available for you, and that is display ads. You can earn money from your blog just by putting ads on it. And don't worry, you don't really have to even do much to set all this up. Your job, in order to add this as a revenue stream to your business, is just to publish as much high-quality SEO-optimized content that targets high-volume, low-difficulty keywords in your niche so that you can grow your traffic as quickly as possible, because you do need a lot of traffic in order to start running ads. The ad network that I really like and recommend is called Mediavine, and they require 50,000 monthly sessions in order to apply. So that basically means you need to get 50,000 people visiting your blog every month in order to get into their ad network. Once you're in, they will help you add some code to your site that will automatically insert ads into your content. And companies basically bid on the ad space on your site, and then you earn a percentage of the earnings. And all of this is managed for you by Mediavine, and they just direct deposit your earnings into your account essentially every month on a rolling basis. So earnings can vary widely depending on your niche, the length and format of your content, and what countries you are primarily getting traffic from. But on average, you could expect to earn around $1,000 in ad revenue, definitely within the first two months of being with the network, and it should only grow from there. As I've mentioned before on my podcast, it usually takes the students in my course anywhere from one and a half to two and a half years to accomplish this goal uh, if they are laser focused on ad revenue. So it is definitely one of the longer games, but once you're in, you can earn thousands of dollars per month just from the content that you worked so hard to create years prior. So you put in the work up front and you get paid out for it month after month after month moving forward. Because remember Katie, that blogger that I mentioned a little bit ago with the ebook sales? 
She also now has ads on her site and she consistently earns $4,000 per month in ad revenue from her site now, which adds up to roughly $50,000 a year in income just from running ads on her site. And again, that's in addition to her other revenue streams like her eBooks, she has some courses and also some coaching that she now offers. So how cool is that? There's a whole world out there of website owners who only make money from display ads and or affiliate links. So if these monetization streams speak to you, know that it is totally possible to replace your full-time income by blogging without needing to jump into the social media rat race. But if that is your plan, you should expect it to take a couple years to get there, especially if you're starting from complete scratch. Method number four of earning back $1,000 after investing in an SEO course is work with brands. So this is the fourth way that you could recoup your investment. It's to work directly with brands. Essentially, you would create a piece of content that features a brand or a brand's product, and you'd be paid in return. This is known as, sp as sponsored content, and it lives on your blog for either a set amount of time or in perpetuity, depending on how you set up your contract. I will say that sponsored blog posts used to be a much bigger thing back in the day, especially in the food and lifestyle blogger world, but a lot of people have started moving away from them in favor of display ads or affiliate links so that they can have 100% control over their content at all times. However, if you have a very niched audience that certain brands would really love to get in front of, paid sponsorships are definitely still a potentially lucrative option. In addition, you can always collaborate with brands in other ways beyond blog posts as well, but use your website as a way to establish authority when you're pitching yourself. So I only did one sponsored post back in the day on my old food blog, and I got that opportunity via a network that connects bloggers with brands. And I only earned, I think, a little over $100 for that post back in the day. Uh, and I, all I did was create a recipe that featured a certain brand of quinoa. But at the time, that felt like such a huge win. Uh, however, know that you can definitely earn much more than that for all of your hard work, especially if you're good at SEO and can really explain the value of a high-ranking post over the long term. So since I didn't personally really spend much time diving into this revenue stream, I will give an example, example from Christina Tadini's income reports. So she is the blogger who runs ForkInTheRoad.co, and back when she was first getting serious about growing her blog with SEO, she didn't have enough traffic at the time to qualify for Mediavine, so she focused on doing sponsored content to earn income instead. So in 2018, Christina started publishing income reports, and that was the first year that she started to take her food blog seriously and try to actually earn money from it rather than just run it as a hobby. And her first year, she was able to earn $7,500 from sponsored brand work on her blog, even though she was only getting an average of about 10,000 visitors to her site every month. So that breaks down to $625 per month if she did sponsored content all 12 months of the year. So that's not too shabby, huh? And in her income report for the year, Christina admits that she wasn't even actively seeking these sponsorships and that these brands had actually approached her. And she believes that her food photography on her Instagram is what initially drew people in, in addition to the fact that she was an RD and had that credential. So definitely don't sleep on the power of high quality visuals and promoting your credential out there for landing opportunities like this. But the point here is that even if your traffic is low, you may still have skills or credentials that are attractive and valuable to brands, and you can leverage that to earn income. If you decide to go this route, you could earn your investment back in just a few posts. So it's definitely something to consider if earning a return on your investment is important to you. 
And note that brands will likely want to see at least some level of connection with an audience, even if it's small, in order to want to work with you. So if you're starting at square one with no audience on any platform, it may still take some time to build yourself up into a quote unquote influencer that a brand may want to work with. If you already have an audience somewhere but are just new to the SEO world, then you are in an advantage because you may have an easier time landing these types of sponsorships if it's something that you're interested in. Method number five is to leverage your authority. So the fifth way to earn back your investment in SEO is to leverage your authority and newfound SEO slash writing skills to land additional opportunities outside of just brand work. For example, several students in my SEO course have shared recently that they've been approached with paid speaking opportunities simply from people finding them on Google thanks to their good SEO. Other people in my course leverage their RD credential to work as paid reviewers for other health sites. This involves reviewing and fact-checking articles, usually written by non-healthcare professionals, and putting your name on the post as an official reviewer. This type of work is usually freelance, but it can pay really well. It's not uncommon to earn over $100 per hour to review content as an expert for someone's site. And finally, some people decide to delve into freelance writing once they learn the ropes about SEO and really understand how to write high-quality blog posts. Freelance blog writing is a valuable and in-demand skill, especially if you have a credential on top of it. Rates vary widely depending on the type of sites you write for, but you can usually expect to earn at least a few hundred dollars per post that you write for another person's site. So depending on how quickly you need to earn back your money, freelancing, especially by working as an expert reviewer or freelance writer, can be an excellent way to make money 100% virtually in your spare time. If you go this route, you can probably earn your money back in just a few months, and even better, you can use your own high-quality blog post that you've learned how to create as a student in my course as writing samples to land some of these gigs. That's exactly how I got my gig writing for Healthline. I had no experience prior to getting that gig with freelance writing, but I had been blogging for a while, so I just shared some of my own posts, and that was enough to get me an interview. Freelancing for other platforms can also be a good way to get backlinks if your site is new and needs an authority boost. You can list those major publications as places that you've been featured or worked for on your about page to establish even more authority and expertise. It can definitely be a win-win. Although personally, if your ultimate goal is to grow your own blog and business and not to freelance forever for someone else, I would set a cap on how much time you'll dedicate towards freelancing versus your own business. Otherwise, it can be really easy to keep taking on more and more freelancing work because I know the money is enticing and kind of let your own projects fall to the side for maybe a lot longer than you intended. So when I was freelancing and also growing my businesses, I looked at my finances and said, okay, X number of dollars is the bare minimum I need to survive each month. So that's how much freelancing I'm going to do each month and nothing beyond that so that then I could spend the rest of my time dedicated to my own business and projects. It may take you a little longer to reach your goals if your time is split in this way, but hey, at least your bills are paid in the meantime, and that can take away some of the stress and pressure and make this whole online business adventure feel a lot more enjoyable. Method number six, do SEO for others. Okay, to cap off this podcast episode today, I want to mention one last way that you could recoup your investment in my SEO course that not a lot of people think about right away. Once you've gone through my course and learned how to do everything hands-on with your own website, chances are you're going to know a lot more about SEO than most people out there in the world. And if you end up really loving this type of stuff like I do, you could totally pitch yourself to offer SEO services to other online business owners as well. 
Maybe you can help other people do keyword research or plan their content calendars. Or maybe you can get paid to go back and revamp or refresh people's older content to help it rank better. Maybe you've gotten super good at food photography and you can do freelance recipe development or freelance food photography for other bloggers using your SEO skills. Maybe you can put time in to help other business owners gain backlinks or gain media interviews or land brand partnerships. Or maybe you help manage the Google business profile listings for other dietitians. You're really only limited by your imagination here, so don't sell yourself short. Again, SEO skills are valuable, so you can charge accordingly for your services, knowing that you will really be helping someone move the needle in their online business. So to recap, today we talked about six ways that you could recoup your investment in my SEO course and earn $1,000 online. The six ways were, number one, sell something. Could be services, digital goods, courses, a membership site, physical goods, whatever. Number two, recommend something and earn affiliate income. Number three, use display ads on your site and earn ad revenue. Number four, work with brands doing things like sponsored content. Number five, leverage your authority to land things like speaking engagements, uh, review gigs where you review other content on people's websites, or freelance write. And then number six was do SEO for others. I feel very confident that at least one of these income streams speaks to you and sounds exciting. And I hope that by talking about this and going over some real life examples, you get inspired to see all the potential that exists in the online space and how you can definitely recoup your investment in my SEO Made Simple course if you are intentional about doing so. So you don't need to fear that you are throwing money into a black hole by investing in SEO. That's definitely not even on the list of things you should be worrying about. You will be learning an extremely valuable skill set that can help you earn money online in a myriad of ways. The fastest route is probably by offering services of some kind where you're trading your time for money. That's usually the quickest sell. The next fastest method is probably by selling something digital followed by the more passive income streams like ad revenue and affiliate income. The cool thing is that you can, over time, layer these income streams on top of each other so that you end up with multiple arms of income supporting your business. As you probably know, I'm a huge proponent of focusing on and mastering one stream at a time before adding another, but hey, long term, maybe like five years down the road, you could definitely be earning six figures online through several of these online income streams. And of course, if you're interested in joining my SEO Made Simple course and learning how to grow your audience through blogging so that you can earn $1,000 or more, of course, (laughs) by implementing one of these methods, just head over to seowaitlist.com and add your name to the list. I offer a rolling enrollment to my course based on when you add your name to the list. So once you add your name, you should get an invite via email in a few weeks. So yay, I hope you enjoyed this episode and are extra inspired to dive into the world of SEO 